teaching us that Yah from Lebanon and all that is hallelujah. Hallelujah. So praise y'all. Back on YouTube. YouTube, we back. So we're going to be again, like I said, you all in 2 Samuel. Second Samuel chapter number six, praise the most high Yah for his word and his compassion toward us for being our strength and our salvation. Hallelujah. There ain't nobody like our father. Praise Yah. So remember uh, last week, we, what, 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 what we didn't tell you to do last week, but, but two or three, you know, we saw five and six. Okay, so praise Yah. So we saw last week, Abner joined David. Um, when Abner joined David and Joab had David killed. Hallelujah. I might just give us the wisdom of understanding. Yes, we again begin to be able to teach your word, y'all. Uh, anoint us to be able to, to speak with power. Almighty, uh, you speak, actually, y'all, and you teach us. Your word says we taught of Elohim. Yes, I'm willing, best allow you to use, you know, surrender myself to you, y'all, willingly, because I want to be used by you. You know, it's, it's your voice box to teach your word uncompromisingly, Almighty, with love, Almighty, being bold and courageous for, your, for you, y'all. Yeah, knowing that you're going to guide us through this. So we just pray, y'all, for your wisdom and understanding. Help us to grow in faith as we study and teach your word, y'all, and be convicted and, and, and begin to walk in power and authority. We thank you and we just give you the praise, Almighty. In Yahushua HaMashiach's name, we pray. Hallelujah. Praise y'all. Amen. So, yeah, yeah, we just talked about, I think, I think we did three, four, and five last week. But, you know, we got Abner. Abner joined David. We know that Abner was uh, the captain of the host uh, for Saul. You know, and, and, and when Saul was was running the kingdom, you know, and um, and Abner, you know, gave the king the kingdom over to David when Ishbosheth had a problem with Abner sleeping with one of Saul's concubines. You know, he was kind of afraid of uh, afraid of Abner. Ishbosheth was when when Abner kind of corrected him over a woman. So he get he get the kingdom over to David. So why he go over there and get the kingdom over to David? Joab was not there. And remember, Joab wanted to already kill Abner. He wanted to kill Abner because of. Uh, Ahithophel, Joab's brother, him and Abishak here, Abner secretly. They murdered him actually. You know, remember um, Joab when they, when they went and Joab and Abner went to, you know, they talked to let the young men play and they grabbed the young men by the hand, put them down to the side, ran their knives to them. You know, and so Ahithophel was chasing Abner, you know, while was while they were out there, and while they were out there, he was chasing Abner. He said, "Are you uh, uh, He said, "Yeah, I am." He said, well, "You know, turn to the side and go get to one of the young men." You know, don't follow me. Now, Hazael uh, can run fast too. You know, he was on Abner's heels, and Abner kept telling him, chasing the side, touching the side. You know, you don't, you gonna cause a problem between me and Joab. And he refused to. So Abner stabbed him under the fifth wheel. You know, he died right down the spot. So he stuck him in his heart. He died right down the spot, dropped down dead. And Joab had a problem with that. Now, the thing about it is, what made Joab wrong was this was war, and Abner also was running from him. <clears throat> Hazael wouldn't get up off of him, even though he warned him. So Joab had Joab had no right. He actually he really had no right to, you know, to do what he did. So when Abner came over there and made a league with David, a covenant with David, you know, and they had a celebration, you know, Joab then came back. Somebody had told Joab that Abner had been there. And so Abner pulled Joab put Abner to the side privately to begin to talk to him. And he killed him, stay him under the fifth rib. And David wanted that blood off his hands. 
No, saying it was a, it, it was told everybody in front of Joab. This Joab's fault. It ain't know me. And the people see, and the people saw that. You know. Um. So now look here. The Isboshet was or some um Saul's uh son was murdered. I want to correct something too from last week that I had said as well about uh Mephibosheth. Now let's look at something. We're gonna read just a little bit of first, chapter four so I can correct something. Because Mephibosheth was was laying during this time of uh of uh Saul's when Saul them died, not at the same time when uh when uh, Isboshet had died. This it said when when Saul uh, when, when Saul's son heard that Adam was dead in Hebron, now Hebron is where? In Africa. All these places you all is, are in Africa. You know, Benjamin, Judah, you know, it ain't, it ain't in the Middle East as we think Israel is. Now, some of that land of Israel that's in Israel is Israel. But I'm saying that that's not all of Israel. Now, I talked to my friend, uh, Lamar Yah last week, and he said he, you can drive from where they from where they stay when they be in Israel. You can drive four hours, drive four hours to Africa. So it's right there all together. They don't tell you that though, you know. Uh, so, 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 just kind of look at, you know, look, look, look at what the places are that we are. But Adam was dead in Hebron. His hands were feeble when 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 when, 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 when Ishbosheth heard this. You know, saying that Saul, Saul, when Ishbosheth when Saul saw had heard that Adam was dead in Hebron. His hands were feeble, and all of Israel was troubled. He got he got weak at the knee. He got the ooh, it, it shook him up. And Saul's son had two. Saul's son had two men that were captains of the bands. The name the name of the one was Bana or Bana, and the, the name of the other was Rahab, the sons of Rimon, a Berothite of the children of Benjamin. For for uh, for Beroth also was reckoned to Benjamin. So these men right here, you all look here. These men right here was 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 uh was Ishbosheth's men, his own men. Mm, and that, that's horrible. And um and 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 the Berethites fled to get them and were sojourners down to this day. And Jonathan Saul's son had a son that was lame of his feet. So Jonathan Saul's son. So Ishbosheth was Jonathan's boy. You know what I'm saying? He had he was five years old when the Titus came to Saul came of Saul and Jonathan out of Jezreel. And his nurse took him up and fled. And it came to pass as he made haste to flee that he fell and became lame. And his name was Mephibosheth. Now he, he fell and became lame because he dropped him trying to escape in haste when they heard that Saul and Jonathan was dead. Hmm. You know, so he wasn't there. So, and then, you know, then when you hear, so, so that was uh, Ishbosheth's nephew. You know, Saul's son, because you know, was uh, was brothers. Now, I think Saul and three of his sons, or two of his sons got killed in the war, right? But Ishbosheth didn't go, you know. Um, but now, one of the sons of, of, of uh, Ramon, the uh, the, the Berothite, Rechab and Benah, they're, they're the ones who crossed out Ishbosheth. So they said Rechab and Benah went, and they came about the heat of the day to the house of Ishbosheth, who, who lay on his bed at noon. And they came thither into the midst of the house as though they as though they would have fresh wheat. So they came being deceitful from the get go. And that's how you can see the adversary. One, one, one thing about Yah, you can look at the pattern, you can, you can learn something between the pattern of Yah and between the pattern of the adversary. And Yah don't sneak nothing. He's straight to the point when he talked to you. He coming to let you know you got a problem. Even when Jehu was coming, and uh, and uh, who was it? Uh, Ahab's son 
What's Ahab's son's name? But send to Jehu and ask Jehu, you know, you come in peace, Jehu, send to kill. What, what, what you got to do with peace? Find that story for me and real read that. Show you, show you a pattern of Yah and show you a pattern of adversary. The adversary will always come sneaking and conniving, going behind the back, slap you on the ground, running behind knob leather. <laughs> he always comes sneaky. He ain't never straightforward. But anytime the most high come to do anything, he don't hide nothing about nothing. He's gonna say it to you straight to the point. So it's a pattern. So you can see that these men right here came wicked in intentions by the way they came. It's the same thing when it came down when Joab killed uh, uh, Abner. He put him to the side like he trying to talk to him. Abner hit his guard down. And, and him and, and Abishai standing under the, fifth rib, under the fifth rib in secret. That's a pattern of the adversary. And when they found about uh, Jehu came, I'm going to show you a pattern of Yah. Jehu, because Yah had already passed had already told Ahab he was going to get at him anyway. Ahab cried and got weak fast a little bit. So y'all told the prophet Timothy, I ain't going to do it in this time, I'm doing it in the son's time. So that's the word that came to pass when Jehu came. Jehu came and brought some understanding to him, but he also became a king on never give his heart free to the yard. What's that? First Kings 21. First Kings 21, I'm sure y'all the Y'all don't hide nothing. No, 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 not, not, not when Naboth did it, but when Jehu came and brought understanding. They haven't been dead. Might be in Second Kings. Try that and let me know when you got it. So um, let me show y'all. So when they find it, we'll go back to it. So let's go ahead and hit um, Second Kings uh, 5. So they, they, they came. Was it six? No, five, one, or four. Okay. So look at these men. So these men came secretly. And the sons of Ramon, the Berethite, Rechab, and Benah went and they came out the heat of the day to the house of Isboshet, who lay on, on the bed at noon. And they came dealing into the midst of the house as though they would have fetched wheat. And they smote them on the fifth reel. And Rechab and, and, and Benah, his brother, escaped. And when they came into the house, he lay hold, he, he lay on his bed in his bedchamber. And they smote him and slew him and beheaded him and took his head and gathered him away through the plain of the night. And they brought the head of Ishmael to the house, Ishmael unto the house, excuse me, and they brought the head of to David, to Hebron. And he said to the king, and said to the king, behold, the head of Israel shed the son of Saul, thine enemy, who sought thy life, and Yahuwah have avenged my master, the king, to, to, to uh, uh, the king this day of Saul. Y'all find me? Okay. Uh, and to his seed. And look here. Now, when they brought this head to David, one thing you, I, I, I can say that made me admire David. Now, I admire David. David was a solid, a, a solid standing up guy. David was square business. David, David was fearless. David didn't fear Saul. David never ran from Saul because he fled Saul. David's motive was pure. David didn't turn Saul because David had an understanding that, that uh, Saul was Yah's anointed. So Yah anointed Saul to be king. Yah had to move Saul. Yah never told David to provoke war and take over nothing from Saul. It was Saul who had an evil spirit and tried to kill David. 
Y'all didn't hide it from neither. You know, in 1 Samuel 14, when from Saul first got impatient and began to do things wrong, Samuel told him, look at your kingdom ain't going to last. Yeah, that's my ability you anyway. You know what I'm saying? But then in 1 Samuel 15, when, when Saul just went doing one doing what's right and didn't kill the king of the Amalekites like y'all had told him, then he rejected him. Saul, y'all rejected the Saul right then. Samuel called him out. He grabbed Saul's, Saul's men and tore it up to, and made him stay there. And he did. Now look here. Saul found David out when Saul killed Goliath. When David killed Goliath, everybody coming back and we were beginning to sing. At first, when, he, when, when, when David did what he did, everybody admired him. Saul said, Look what happened with this young boy over there. Look here, everybody thought David, look here. He said, He's going to give him his wife and everything. Didn't do that. The first, the oldest daughter. Why not giving Michael? Well, you're going to see what she did in, in chapter six. You know, but, but, but one thing that's crazy is this. David gives him Saul get his thousands. And David is 10,000. That was the word that was spoken. Saul had to understand that Saul kept secrets too, man. Saul was a secret keeper. Even when he was going to look for a daddy donkeys and Samuel known him made him king, when he came back, he told him he was going to find a donkey, but never told his uncle. When y'all told about being a king, he is among the stuff, trying to hide himself, but y'all exposed him. Ain't nothing he did, and y'all told him he was among the stuff. Remember that? And so they really brought him out. Saul could continue to keep, keep secrets. But when they said Saul killed his thousand, David killed his ten thousand, Saul looked in, David was the one. And Saul became envious and coveted. He, he, he killed David, disobeyed the word of y'all. But y'all killed Saul and had to kill him over to David. You know what I'm saying? A good understanding of Benjamin's mind says, y'all, I will repay. So David was a good man. He had a good understanding. Was prayerful. David could have had Saul on two occasions. But he didn't want to have no problems with him. Because it wasn't just about David and Saul. David also loved Jonathan, who was his brother. They souls in together more than love of a woman. I mean, they became brothers. I don't mean no gay stuff. They became brothers. That's how it is. You know, you know your brother from the birth. Well, you ever get married and grow up. Y'all peel each other in the bed. You know, take baths together and all kinds of stuff. That's your brother. You know, fight in the backyard, top of you, top of you, that's my brother, not touch him. David loves Jonathan just like that. They were close. So David just and then also, even though Saul was like he did, he still had children. You can't tell Michael didn't, didn't care about the man, he loved the man. He just wrong with what he did. So David had more than just salt in his mind when it came down to doing all those things. So y'all had to deal with it. And David's heart was, was, was towards Saul that when the, when, when the first man came to him and told him the bad news, the kid broke their heart, they started crying, they fast. Didn't even talk of when the man had told David and he killed Saul there for David, David killed him. He was a fearless man, but he was humble. You know, I was thinking about something last week about, you know, David and his children, how he didn't do certain things, you know, but then when you look at it, he was a man of the guy's own heart. And sometimes even in our own doing our badness that we do, y'all still have mercy on us when we deserve other things. No matter how wrong we are, that's mercy. Because you better understand this, even on this line, then that's some things that we know we should have done. Right before y'all. That's still his child. He, he, he didn't want 
Joab didn't kill uh, uh, Absalom. And that's where it came and passed on David. But Absalom, they're they going to see what you cook about in front of you. Hey, we ain't going to hide nothing. Don't do secret things. Your sins will find you out now. Anytime you look in the Bible, you see somebody trying to do things in secret, y'all always expose them. Be straight to the point. We want you to hide some things. <laughs> I'm going to show you there when I, about Jehu when I read this right here. Yeah. If I don't hide no secret, I bring things out. See, I, I don't care much about me behind my back. Uh, really how you feel when it comes to telling the truth. I'm going to say it anyway to you so you don't have understanding that I already know where you If I say things behind your back, believe me, I can say to your face. Everybody know me know that. Not being hard and gangster. It's being real. I believe it's being a friend, being honest straight to the point. Because you get mad and want to fight all the way, don't mean that's my intentions. But I tell you, I got a problem with you. It's always to resolve it. But look here, you, when you, if, if you like that, keep going the same way when it comes down to it too, though. You know, we can shake hands, we can do it how you want to do it. But the fact of the matter is, I try to be straight to the point about it. That's how it is, how we need to be. That's a, that's a character of Yah. I'll show you in a minute. And look here, and they brought the head of Israel to David, and, 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 and look here, and, and, and told David that he was his enemy. David never said Saul was his enemy. This is dad, they called him great David. And they brought the head of Israel to David to Hebron and said to the king, Behold, the head of Israel, the son of Saul, thy enemy, who has sought thy life. Yahweh have avenged my, my, my master, the king, this day of Saul and the sea. And David answered Rechab and Benah, his brother, the sons of Ramon, the Berethite, and said to them, As Yah lives, liveth, who have redeemed my soul out of all adversity. When one told me, saying, Behold, Saul is dead, thinking they have to brought thinking they have brought good tidings. Yah took hold of them, slew them in Ziglag. Who thought it would, who thought that I would have given him a reward for his title? How much more, how much more wicked men have slain a righteous person in his own bed? Excuse me, in his own house on his bed. Y'all wicked. Slain that man for nothing, laying down in his bed in his, in his room. How much more when the wicked, when wicked men have slain a righteous person in his own house upon his bed? Shall I not therefore require his blood at your hand and take you away from the earth? And David commanded his young men, and they slew them and cut their hands off. Excuse me, cut and cut off their hands and their feet, and hanged them up over the pool in Hebron. But they took the head of Ishbosheth and buried it in the sepulchre of Abner in Hebron. See, all that, all that, all that, all that running behind stuff on the ground, sneaking stuff, it'll find you out. Going behind back, saying things about folks, doing things, trying to kill them. Because some of y'all got murder mouths, even if you ain't got a hand to do it. That's telling them how rough it is. You can look here. You can you, 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 you can tame a whore and put a, a bit in his mouth. You know what I'm saying? You can, can't tame your own tongue. Well, look here, man. Tongues take down nations. What, what, what is it about Jehu? Thank you. Look here about Jehu. See, most I don't most I don't play no games. Second Kings 9. Jehu was anointed, anointed king. But he told, he told Mango anoint him to take off running. Remember that? 
Let's read this. And Elisha, the prophet, called one of the one of the children of the prophet, and said unto him, Gird up thy loins and take his box of oil in thy hand and go to Ramoth Gilead. And when thou comest there, look out there, look out there, Jehu the son of Jehoshaphat. Jehu was Jehoshaphat's son. Excuse me. Jehu, the son of Jehoshaphat, the son of Nimshi. And go in and make him arise up from among his brethren and carry him to the inner chamber. Then take the box of oil and pour it on his head. And say, Thus says Yahuwah, I have anointed thee king of Israel. Then open the door and flee and tarry not. So the young man, even the young man, the prophet went to Ramoth Gilead. And when he came, behold, the captain of the host was sitting, and he said, I have an errand to thee, O captain. And Jehu said, Unto which of, of, of uh, unto which of, of all of us? Unto which of all of us? And he said to thee, O captain. So Jehu was the captain of the host. And he arose and went into the house, and he poured oil, and he poured the oil on his head, and said unto him, Thus says Yahuwah, Elohim of Yasharah, I have anointed thee king over the people of of Yahuwah, even over Israel. And thou shalt smite the house of Jahan, thy master, excuse me, Ahab, thy master, that I may avenge the blood of my servants, the prophets, and the blood of all the servants of Yahuwah at the hand of Jezebel. For the whole house of Ahab shall perish, and I will cut off from Ahab him that piss against the wall. Piss against the wall. I might be a little cuss with it or something. I don't know. He piss against the wall, every man. And him that is shut up and left in Israel. And I will make the house of Ahab like the house of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, and like the house of Basha, the son of Ahijah. And the dog shall eat Jezebel in the portion of Jezebel, Jezreel. This is what he told Jehu. And there shall be none to bury her. And, and he opened the door and fled. Then Jehu came forth to the service of his, of his master, and one and one said unto him, Is all well? Wherefore came, wherefore came this mad fellow to thee? And he said unto thee, You know the man and his communication. What he said was, You, you know the man and what, what, what he about. You know he's a prophet. You already know. And they said, they said, it is false. Tell us now. And he said, Thus and thus. He spake to me, saying, Thus says Yahuwah, I have anointed thee king over Israel. One none here. Then they hastened and took every man his garment and put it under him, and put it under him on the top of the stairs, and blew trumpets, saying, Jehu is king. And Jehu, the son of Jehoshaphat, the son of Nimshi, conspired against Joram. Now Joram had fled to Ramoth Gilead, he and all Israel, because of Hazael, king of Syria. But King Joram was returned to be healed in Jezreel of the wounds which the Syrians had given him when he fought with Hazael, king of Syria. And Jehu said, If it be your, if it be your minds, then let none, let none go forth nor escape out of the city to, to go and tell it to Jezreel, tell it in Jezreel. So Jehu rode in the chariot and went to Jezreel, and Joram the king lay there. And Ahaziah, king of Judah, was come down to see Joram. And there stood a watchman on the tower in Jezreel. And he spied the company of Jehu. And he came, as he came, he and said, I see a company. And Joram said, Take a horseman and send him to meet them. And let him say, It is at peace. He, he ain't trying to hide nothing. 
So they went one on horseback to meet him. <clears throat> and said, then said the king, is it peace? And Jehu said, what has that to do with peace? Turn thee behind me. And the watchman told, saying, the messengers came to him, but he cometh not again. Then he sent out a second on horseback, came to him and said, thus says the king, is it peace? And Jehu answered, what has that to do with peace? Turn thee behind me. And the watchman told, saying, he came even unto them and cometh not again. And, and the driving, like the driving of Jehu, the son of Nimshi, this is granddaddy, for he driving him, for he driving furiously. He coming, looking, getting down, coming down through that too. And Joram said, make ready, and his chariot was made ready. Excuse me. And Joram, king of Israel, and the Hazel king of Judah went out, each in his chariot. And they went out against Jehu and met him in the portion of Naboth, the Jezreelite. You know what Naboth was, right? That's the vineyard my main daddy took from him when he covered it, Ahab. When Ahab sent the prophet Eliyahu to him and told him, I'm going to get you. He gonna get, he, they made him in the same place where he took from his daddy. And it came to pass when Joram saw Jehu that he said, is it peace, Jehu? And he answered, what peace so long as hoarders of thy mother Jezebel and the witchcraft are so many? He talked to the king like that. He wasn't trying to hide be, be his friend. He wasn't trying to hide be secret about nothing. He said to him face to face. And Joram turned his hands and fled to God run like a young coward. And said to Ahaziah, there is treachery, O Ahaziah. And Jehu drew a bow with his full strength and smote Jehoram between his arms. And the arrow went out at his heart, and he sunk down in his chariot. And Jehu said, and said Jehu to Bidkar, his captain, take up and cast him in the portion of the field of Nabal, the Jezreelite. But remember how that when I and thou rode together after Ahab his father, that who I laid this burden upon him. Surely I have seen yesterday the blood of Nabal. Remember that? Let's come back on here. The blood of his son, says Yahuwah, and I requite thee in, in this plat, says Yah. Now therefore take and cast him in the plat of ground, according to the word of Yah. But when the house of the king of Judah saw this, he fled by the way of the guard of the guard house. And Jehu followed after him and said, Spite him also in the chariot. And they did so at the going up to Gerb, which is by Iblam, and he fled to Megiddo and died there. Now pay attention. Before we go ahead and go over to David then. Ahaziah was in the wrong place at the wrong time. King of Judah, involving himself in other men's affairs. Been a league with him. Understand, understand that's a principle behind that. When you tie yourself to wickedness and you know it's wrong, you suffer the same fate. They suffer, you with them. Being look out, you better understand something. <laughs> we we figure, you know, when our friends do wrong or folks saying things, doing things that ain't right, that that that, that it don't bother us. You got something to do with it. Ain't no in between with you. Ain't no saying they got nothing to do with me. He went out, he went out involved himself in the fight. He shouldn't involve himself in. You know, you know about this discernment, not realizing, look here, he was fighting Yah. It was the word of Yah that came to pass for 
But for, for Ahab then, the main character of the fight too, he hit him and he died there in Megiddo. And his servants carried him in a chariot to Jerusalem and buried him in a sepulcher with his fathers in the city of David. And in the 17 year <coughs> of Joram, excuse me, in the 11th year of Joram, the son of Ahab began, began a hazard reign over Judah. In the 11th year of Joram, the son of Ahab began to reign in the over Judah. And look at and he didn't hide from Jezebel neither. Y'all don't hold no secrets about nothing. And when he mean what he said, because his word is true. He said through the prophets, I do what? I honor my word above my name. His word don't return void. As the rain fall and the snowfall, so shall his word be. It should not come back to them boy. You know, rain, rain, fall, and snowfall, they, they water, right? They water the earth, right? They produce. They don't just go down there for, for not. It's like y'all's word when they go out of this out. <laughs> Repent. And when Jehu was come to Jezreel, just to be a herd of it, and she painted her face and, and tied her head and looked out at, at, out at a window. As Jehu entered into the gate, she, she, she said, has Zimri peace? Who slew his master? And he lifted his face to the window and said, who was on my side? Who? And then I looked out to him, two or three eunuchs right there with her. And he said, and he said, throw her down. So they threw her down and some of her blood was sprinkled on the wall and on the horses. And he trod her underfoot. And he trod her underfoot. And when he was come in, he did eat and drink and said, go and see now this cursed woman and bury her, for she is a, king, a king's daughter. And they went to bury her, but what the word y'all came to pass, but they found no more of her than the skull and the feet and the palms of her hands. Wherefore they lay again and told him, and, and, and he said, this is the word of Yah, which spake, which he spake by, by his servant Eliyahu the Tishbite saying, in the portion of Jezreel shall dogs eat the flesh of Jezebel. And the carcass of Jezebel shall be as dung upon the face of the field. The carcass, that means she became boo-boo. She was eight, went through a digestive tract, and then they was humped over and scooted out. The dogs. She became what y'all said. <laughs> And the cause of Jezebel shall be as dung upon the face of the field in the portion of Jezreel, so that she shall not say, so that they shall not say, this is Jezebel. Imagine being, you be some doo-doo. He can turn you to death by your wickedness. Now, you remember now, Jezebel, Jezebel and Ahab conspired when he was in that crime too. Y'all don't have to hold no secrets. Ain't no in-between with him. <laughs> it's wicked people who hide secrets <laughs> conspiring and plotting that's just about some fear of y'all in your heart so David was anointed king you know in, uh, in, uh, oh Israel so let's, 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 man sometimes I look, I'm talking about, look here we be playing don't we Inspired doing things in secret like it's all good. 
going behind saying things about folks, going to do something bad to them, plotting their demise and stuff. Every smile ain't no friendly face. We saw that earlier too when Balan and Balak tried to school them. They sit there women to the older today and stress that Israel committed a horror by the deceit of another man. Ooh. Man, y'all better understand this. Folks come to you in private, don't want to say nothing. Don't tell nobody nothing between me and you. You know, but I said, but them over there skipping and whooping. Doing things behind backs. And here we are listening to it. You know what I'm saying? When, when, they, when the reality, we, we gossiping. Same thing that came down when, when Miriam and Aaron was talking about Moses. They mad because he made an Ethiopian woman. When they came out their mouth with something else. The Bible said, y'all heard them. Numbers and twelve asking why y'all didn't feel me. You know, most of the meekest men of all that is my son. Now why you weren't afraid? See, I talked to y'all in visions and dreams. But now I saw my servant Moses all face to face. He even see my the similitude of y'all. And he y'all just running your lips like that. Hmm. Cora, remember that lesson. They tell you in the Torah and Deuteronomy, remember about Miriam now. We're going to be when we get to the feast this week, we're going to be the whole book of Deuteronomy. I'm going to show it to you in the scripture. You can see it word for word. Secret things. The backs that smiling in your face. All the time, it won't take your place. Go around. Daytime. Abraham. Never, never, never. Never, 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 never. It's not good to be secret trying to classify his demise, talk about and put them down. That's why I name it and say it out loud so everybody can understand it. That's how y'all is. <laughs> anyway, so let's read continue to read. So most high child David had to uh hear the spirit and be led by the spirit when the Philistines came to fight him. Remember that. They came again to fight. Y'all say, I don't fear. Let me show you something. Because you will be in war, but y'all teach you how to hear him. And show you how to move by his spirit when you listen. But when David, but when the Philistines had heard that, that David, that they had known David king of Israel, all the Philistines came. That's just, that, 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 I wanted to show y'all that. Maybe you start rebuking them folks coming to your secret, secret scene and saying things backwards. When I was a young boy, my big mama, my mama's mama, you couldn't go to my big mama talking about none of her kids to her. I don't care if it was your mama or not. You can't talk about her. Big mama said in your mouth. That's your mama. Show respect, period. Because what kind of problems you got? If you want to deal with it, we'll bring your mama before you. We'll talk about it like that. But ain't no secret that's my big mama. Now, I see the people in the family members that their grandmama persuade them. They don't come around no more. You see, he didn't blame the child instead of, instead of the leader. See, that's wickedness. But we all say we love Yah, read our Bible and stuff. Family members still with the same plight. Come and have an issue bringing out other things trying to dog out. Y'all don't like that. 
Man, the greatest commandment is love. Anything going against one another is a violation of the Torah. Sin is indeed violation of what? Yah's Torah. It's a sin. Bible said, don't bear grudge in your heart, but rather what? Love your neighbor as what? Your own self. Man, you better watch how we talk about folks or let folks talk to us about folks. Because y'all deal with all of y'all. Running behind, saying things, spreading rumors, lies without a full story. And you think it's right. And anybody else trying to follow with a rebuke, y'all going to rebuke you. Yeah, you better pay attention. This power went dead, I told y'all. But when the Philistines heard that they had anointed David king over Israel, all the Philistines came to seek David. And David heard of it and went down to the hole. They didn't come seek, they didn't come seek him like, hey, we're going to pay homage to you. They want to whoop him down and get him out of here. Now, what was he in territory? They probably thought he betrayed him across the mouth, trying to get him in front of him. They were mad. They want to go get at him. The Philistines came also, also came and spread themselves in the valley of Rephaim. And David inquired of Yah. He prayed. He didn't get him shaken up because he got some trouble on his way. He didn't get to trembling and carrying on like he can't handle it no more. And David prayed. He inquired of Yah. So what did he do? He, he, he requested. He, he needed to speak to him about some things. <laughs> he prayed. Yah, what should I do? But you see how it is, you know, help me, please. And David inquired of Yah, saying, Shall I go up? to the Philistines, without delivering them into my hand. And Yah said unto David, go up, for I will doubtless deliver the Philistines to your hand. David came to Baal Perazim, and David smote them there. Excuse me, and said, Yahuwah have broken forth my enemies before me as the breach of waters. Therefore he called the name of that place Baal Perazim. Possessor of the breaches. And then they left their images, and David and his men burned them. They forsook their gods, I reckon, because they realized they didn't want no help. Only true God is Yah. But they, they come back trying to fight, you know, because sometimes David don't give up. But that's how Yah teach you how to walk by the Spirit and be led by the Spirit to hear Him instead of leading to your own understanding. Thinking he lied to you or something. No, he got you the whole time. You just got pictures to that. And the Philistines came up yet again and spread themselves in the valley of Raphaim. And David, and when David inquired of Yah, he said, Thou shalt not go up, but fetch a compass behind. Him. Get behind. Him. And come up. On them over against the mulberry trees. Go get behind them and come over against them on the mulberry. They're going to teach you how to, teach you how to strategically fight the adversary. Get over there. I'm going to show you how to come get at them. So get behind them and come over against them on the mulberry trees. Over against the mulberry trees. And let it be when thou hear Isaiah brought this out, then we read it. Blue eyed mind, didn't it? And let it be when thou hearest the sound of a going in the tops of the mulberry trees, that then thou shalt be steered thyself. This is where be steer means. You're gonna alert, alert yourself, you're gonna move, you're gonna move. 
For then shall Yahuwah go out before thee to smite the host of the Philistine. So I'm going to go out, go out before him and smite him. So when you hear the sound, when you hear the sound, and going in the tops of the mulberry tree, that means that y'all moving forward. And when you hear me moving, you're going to get to moving too. That then thou shalt bestow thyself, for then shall Yahuwah go out before you, before thee, to smite the host of the Philistines. And David did so as Yah commanded him, and smote the Philistines from Gabah until thou come to Gaza. Ain't that something how Yah give you the victory when you live, when you live by your spirit, even when you're facing adversity? And you know, another thing I saw in that that was amazing to me is that anytime you speak to actually go try to challenge that word, David already said you have to deliver him out of all his adversity. Then he comes war. For the answer to try the word of Yah. And you think Yah's really gonna be trying in your life, you gotta learn how to trust in him. Because it always is. The devil won't take him down, make him understand, try to make him understand, but he can't take Yah down. Yah's the king of kings. Ruler of heaven and the earth. Heaven is Shemot, the Shemayim is Yah's throne. The earth is his footstool. He rules everything. Let's read, go ahead and read chapter, chapter number six. And again, David gathered together. We're in chapter number six, ain't we? Okay. And again, David gathered together all the chosen men of Israel, 30,000. And David arose and went all, and David arose and went with all the people that were uh, with him from the valley of Judah to bring up from thence the ark of Elohim, whose name, who, whose name is called by the name of Yah of hosts, who is of old, that dwelleth between the cherubims. And they set the ark of Elohim upon a new cart and brought it out of the out of the house of Abinadab that was in Gibeah and Uzzah and Ahio and the sons of Abinadab drave the new cart. And they brought it out of the house of Abinadab which was at Gibeah accompanying the ark before Elohim and Ahio and Ahio went before the ark. Look at this name y'all. Listen to these people's name. We're going to branch stuff out in a minute. <clears throat> and David and all the house of Israel played before Yahuwah on all manner of instruments made of fear wood, even on harps and on psalteries and on timbrels and on cornets and on cymbals. And when they come to, and when they came to Nahan's threshing floor, Uzzah put forth his hand to the ark of Elohim and took hold of it. For the oxen shook it. And the anger of Yah was kindled against Uzzah. And Elohim smote him there for his error. And there he died by the ark of Elohim. And David was displeased because Yahuwah had made a breach upon Uzzah. And he called the name of that place Perazuza. Break of Uzzah. Because he got burned up. He got. Peter rode there to this day. And David was so afraid of Yah that day. And he and he and said, How shall the ark of Yah come to me? 
And David would not remove the Ark of Yahuwah unto him in the day, excuse me, unto him in the city of David. But David carried it aside into the house of Obed-Edom the Gittite. And the Ark of Elohim continued in the house of Obed-Edom to protect him, Yah. Obed-Edom the Gittite three months. And Yahuwah blessed Obed-Edom and all his household. And it was told King David saying, Yahuwah had blessed the house of Obed-Edom. And all, Isaiah 5, 2 Chronicles, the bloodline there. Uh, first Chronicles, the bloodline there. And all that pertained unto him because of the Ark of Elohim. So David went and brought up the Ark of Elohim from the house of Obed-Edom to the house of David, excuse me, to the city of David with gladness. And it was so that when they bear the Ark of, and it was so, and it was so that when they bear the Ark of Elohim, had gone six paces, he sacrificed oxen and fatlings. And David danced before Yahuwah all with all his might. He probably been getting down. Taking it down, boy. And David was girded with a linen ephod. So, so David and all the house of Israel brought up the ark of Elohim with shouting and with the sound of the trumpet. And as the ark of Yahuwah came into the city of David, because, because Saul's daughter looked through a window and saw King David leaping and dancing before Yah, and she despised him in her heart. And they not in your own stuff. And they brought in the Ark of Elohim and set it in his place in the midst of the tabernacle that David had pitched for it. And David offered burnt offerings and peace offerings before Yah. And as soon as David had made an end of offering burnt offerings and peace offerings, he blessed the people in the name of Yah, who was of old. And he did among all the people, even among the whole multitude of Israel as well, as well to the women as men, to everyone a cake of bread and a good piece of flesh and the flag and the wine. Man, they had departed then. It's a meeting and everything. They were ready. So all people departed, one to his house. <clears throat> then David returned and blessed his house to bless his household. And Michael, his, and, and Michael, the daughter of Saul came out to meet David and said, How glorious was the king of Israel today, who uncovered himself today in the eyes of the handmaids, his servants, being insecure. Check that. As one of the vain fellows, shameless uncovered himself. She hears too much of She shut my clothes on the women. Looking at him. My heart was in the wrong place. Y'all dealt with her for that. Better watch yourself. And David said unto Machal, It was before Yah which chose me before your father and before all his house to appoint me ruler over the people of Yah over Israel. Therefore I will play before Yah. And I will yet be more vile than dust and will be based in my own sight. And of the maid service which thou hast spoken of. Of them shall, shall I have in honor. Excuse me. Of them shall I be had in honor. Not none else. Therefore, Michal, the daughter of Saul, had no child unto the day of her death. Y'all didn't give her no kid. Had no heir. Bad, bad, bad. Bad, bad, Leroy Brown. Look here. So David, so David, Chosen 
So David gathered together all the chosen men of Israel, 30,000, right? And, and, and David arose and went with all the people that were, that were with him from Bali of Judah to bring up from this to Akim Elohim, whose name is called by the house of Yahuwah, the host that dwell between the cherubs. He brought with him men who? Men from Bali. Bali Judah. Masters of Judah. Y'all see the error in the year? So what he brought, so what he did was took men of Judah with him to go get the Ark of Yah. And so the men of Judah went to go bring up the Ark of Yah. So, 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 so to bring up, so he went with him, he brought him from men, brought with him men from Bali Judah to bring up the Ark, whose name is called, uh, whose name is called Yahuwah Zavuot, that dwell between the cherubs, right? The, the name of the Ark they call Yahuwah Zavuot, who, who dwell between the cherubs. Remember the Ark? And they set the Ark upon a new cart and brought it out of the house of Abinadab. Abinadab, that was in Gibeah, and Uzzah and Ahio, the sons of Abinadab, drave from the new cart. So it was in the house of Abinadab. Here's the problem with the okay, let, me, let me read first. And they brought it out of the house of Abinadab, which was at Gibeah, accompanying the ark of Elohim, and the hill, and the hill were before the ark. And all along, playing and having a good time, they, they playing their saltish. But look here, when the, when the ox shook it, Uzzah pulled from his hand to uh, the ark of Elohim and took hold of it because the ox shook it. And when he shook it, y'all was angry and he killed him. Why do y'all think that's so? Y'all can't answer it. Mm -hmm. Anybody on the Zoom want to take a chance at it? Okay, I'll explain to y'all. None of these men were Levites. David knew that. David took men from Judah, but by Judah. But what did Yah say in the, in the Torah? Only certain sons. Only certain sons. They have to be able to Aaron. They got to be of the sons of Kohath. Excuse me, Aaron Levi. They got to be from Levi, from the sons of Kohath. So Yahuwah spake unto Moses and unto Aaron, saying, Take the sum of the sons of Kohath from among the sons of Levi. After their families, by the house of their fathers, from 30 years old and over, even to 50 years old, all that enter into the host to do the work of what? The tabernacle of the congregation. This shall be the service of the sons of Kohath. And the tabernacle of the congregation about the most holy things. So you all can tell things are out of order. They didn't even have an ark. The ark was in the wrong place. It, it was in the Benedad's house. It wasn't even supposed to be there. And we had Uzzah and Ayo, they were them sons. I guess they forgot to take it for granted by being there. They're not dead yet. 
He touched the ark. The ark was to have rings around it and poles go through it and they put the bear on their shoulders. Nobody touched it. We're going to find out. We're going to show you in a second. And when the camp set forth, Aaron, Aaron shall come and his sons, and they shall take down the covering veil and cover the ark of the testimony with it and shall put thereon the covering of badger skins and shall spread over the cloth holy of blue and shall put and shall put it in the staff thereof and upon the table of showbread you know, you know this is the table of showbread so, so the sons of the Kohathites right let me continue to read something to y'all this is the other, this is the other vessels And look there, read it. Listen. And Yahuwah spake unto to Moses and unto Aaron, cut you not off the tribe of the families of the Kohathites from among the Levites. Don't cut them off. But thus do unto them that they may live and not die when they approach to the most holy things. And I could come with the most holy thing where Yahuwah reside. He spoke from it. They were the high priest to go once a year. Speak blood upon it. Doing atonement. That's where Yahuwah himself resides, born in the Shemayim. They can take one to the pattern. Y'all sit up there like that on it. Only what's appropriate in the proof can come before him like that. And only, only the Kohathites can hold it. Only the Levites. But thus do unto them that they may live and not die when they approach to the most holy things. Aaron and his sons shall go in and appoint them every one to his service and to his burden. But they shall not go in to see, but they shall not go in to see where the holy things are covered. At least they what? Die. Their ark was been covered at all times. And still only the core thanks can hold it. So when Uzzah touched it, they sinned against Yah. They did better by letting it fall. And the anger of Yah was kindled against him. That means he knew better. He didn't die out of ignorance. They broke Torah. He was not a Levite. He was a Judah. David didn't take no Levites with him, took out the order. You get to have the Levites among you. Better find them. Get to have the priest with you. They bear the Ark of the Covenant. They bear the word of Yah. They do everything pertaining to Yah. From the service of the temple moving things, speaking the word of Yah, teaching you even the prophets. We'll be the good this, this weekend in, in Deuteronomy when we read the Torah, the whole book of Deuteronomy. So you can see it. They violated Yah's principles. And, and David was displeased. He wasn't displeased at this point of Yah. He was actually scared. Look here. And it was hurt. He wanted his pleased to tell him be angry. He was grieved. He was hurt. He was scared. 
And it was his fault. They was depleted because y'all had made a breach upon Uzzah. He killed him right there. And he called the name of that place Parezuza per, to this day. And they was afraid of y'all that day. Even though I did, you knew we just stepped out of bounds. That's disgusting. You're out of bounds. So they was afraid of Yah that day and said, how shall the ark of Yah come to me? Now you better figure it out. And David said, so David would not remove the ark of Yah unto him into the city of David. But David carried it aside into the house of Obed, Eden, the Gittite. Don't be, don't be deceived and confused by these names because they don't say Levi. So, so let's see who Obed, Eden is. What's that? We gotta start from, from from. We already lot of these things, but we gotta say about them being who they are. Right. Obey he was a Levite. Well, this guy just start right here. <laughs> Concerning the divisions of porters of the court rights was Mas Shalamai's head. Meshalimia, Meshalimia, the son of Kor of the sons of Asaph. Asaph was a what? Somebody. Mm -hmm. It was Levite as well, though. I thought his tribe, not. And the sons of Meshalimia. Say it again. Meshalimia. I can't pronounce. Meshalimia were Zechariah, the firstborn, Jediel, the second. Zabedia, the third, <laughs> Zabediah, the third, hey, quit laughing at me before I kick his knee. <laughs> Jethaniel, the fourth, Elam, the fifth, and Jehoram, and Jeho, Jehohanan, the sixth, and Elione, the seventh. Moreover, the sons of Obed-Edom were Shemaiah, the firstborn, Jehozabad, the second, Joha, the third, Sakar, the fourth, and Nathaniel the fifth, and Amiel the sixth, Issachar the seventh, Pe Pelute the eighth, for Elohim blessed him. Also unto Shemaiah the sons were born, they ruled throughout the house of their father, for they were mighty men of battle. The sons of Shemaiah, Othed, excuse me, Othni, and Raphael, and Obed, and Obed. Elzabad, whose brethren were strong men, Elihu and Shemakase, Samayah, all these are the sons of Obed-Edom. They and their sons and their brethren, able men for strength for the service, were three score and two Obed-Edom. And Meshilamayah, the son and brethren, strong men, 18, also Hosa of the children of Marari has, has Marai has sons of Simri, the chief. For though he was not the firstborn, yet his father made him chief. Mm -hmm. Hilkiah, the son, the second, Tep, Tep, Tebaliah, the third, Zechariah, the fourth, and all the, all the sons of Hosai were 13. 
Among among these were divisions of the porters, even among the chief men having wars against one another to minister in the house of Yah. And they cast lots as well to the small as the great according to the house of their fathers uh, for every gate. And the lot eastward fell to Shemaliah, Shem the son of Zechariah, the son, his son, a wise counselor. They, they cast lots, and this lot came out to obey Edom southward to his sons. Uh, I'm sorry, out north, thank you. To obey Edom southward and to the sons of the house of Asumphim. <laughs> to Shophim and to Hosa. The lot came forth westward, and the gate shall hit by the causeway of the going up ward against eastward. Eastward was six Levites, northward four day, southward four day, and toward a Sufim and, and two and two. Okay, that's good. Right. And and these are the and these are the, uh, the divisions of the porters among the sons of Kor and among the sons of Merari. So Obed, so Obed Edom, you are was a Levite. So he, he was in the tribe of Levi. That's why y'all blessed, blessed his house because they took it to the right place. And that and the sad cost of death to get to the right place. But they was David's fault. You know, so David took it to the house of Obed Edom and the ark. Continue now, now you don't see how the, how how Benadad's house is blessed. You see where they got it from. And the ark of you the ark of Yah continued in the house of Obed Edom the Gittite three months, and Yah blessed Obed Edom and all his house. He blessed the Levites that took it where it's supposed to be at, and it was told David. So y'all showed him, even through his trial and error, and through that hurt. Ooh, man, it's a hard way to learn, ain't it? Y'all, we can learn better. We don't even see David praying about it. You said something we can do? You know, the one thing the most high told me one time, too, about leaning to our own understanding. We all want to say that when bad times happen. Something bad happens, something crazy happens. You know, lean not to our own understanding. Don't look at it wrong. But it's also said something after that. Lean not to thy own understanding, but what? In all thy ways, we're to do what? Acknowledge God in everything. Not just good things, excuse me, bad things, but good things as well. In everything, prayer about, excuse me. So you can have an understanding. Instead of you being good, thinking this job, Taking matters to your own hand. I've done that. Got some good things happen. Started doing stuff and folding like my code. Mm. <laughs> Started doing things and fell off. Why? I didn't consult y'all. I thought I was doing the right thing, though. I thought I, 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 mean, I, I, thought I was moving to New York because they ain't got feeling good, too. <laughs> thought y'all said it's going to go. Finna give everything up. It wasn't the will of y'all. But I just feel so much in love going and seeing the place. If you like nostalgia to me, Jack, that's my own understanding. I thought I could prosper there. It wasn't the will of y'all. So even because it looked good to you, don't mean it's always good. You got to learn how to pray about everything. Or, or because it looked good to you, don't mean it's always okay. 
And it was told King David saying, Yahuwah had blessed the house of Obed, Edom. And you know, David was the one who had, who, who had to bring back and establish the Levites back in the priesthood, because they was everywhere. And nobody really didn't know. You know, let me tell you something. See, we think we can try to find out, people try to deceive us. How can you know who they are, who they are without DNA tests? Mm -hmm. Or you got to figure out because nobody knows who they are. Who told you that? If you read the Torah, you will begin to see who people are. They can't help but to do what y'all commissioned to do, but it's already in them. We even when it comes down to the uh the woman who uh Eliyahu sent Elisha the prophet to, he said, he said, the widow is there in fact. I command a widow woman to sustain thee. Remember, told the prophet that. Guess what? She didn't know that. It wasn't spoken to her. If, if she would have known that when it came to her, guess what? When the prophet came to her, she would have said, y'all, brought you some to sustain you. What did she say? I ain't got no but a little oil and a little flour. I'm making these cup of cake. We must have either we're going to die. That was her mindset. But it was revealed what she was supposed to do by the word of Yah. How is anything supposed to be revealed to us by Yah's word? How do we learn by Yah's word? I had a dream last night or early this morning. Most of I was talking to me about some stuff, I reckon. And me and my wife were talking about it. Because it, it, it was on my mind. You can't tell me I'm talking about right there, man. So did. And um and, uh, and she kissed me to happy birthday. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and, and me and Isaiah was at, was at Isaiah's school in my dream, and we was walking somewhere. And then we was walking, and I saw a, a flyer posted on the wall of a young a young guy that's supposed to come and be, be preaching, a young, young youth guy, a youth pastor, somebody supposed to be in the benches. And so I'm, I'm trying to, I mean, I see him moving stuff, doing stuff, and we're trying to find the car. We, we hear this thing, I guess it was the, the, we were carrying, it's like, we might have been carrying the ark, I don't know. But we was carrying this thing and trying to make, not, make, not, not, not to make it fall down the hill. And we was pushing it, and I saw a sign, and I saw a dude over there. And the dude said, God, let me talk you about something. And when he said that, it caught my ear. So I go over there to him and, and try to talk, talk, talk to him. He was hoarse. His, his breath was thinking too. And his, he was hoarse. And he was being disrespectful and rude to me. But I just asked, what, 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 what was he going to teach? This, this, I'm smelling it. And he was getting mad at me. But I'm asking him, what was he, what was he going to teach? And he gave me a, he gave me a, um, a scripture. And I had told him, I said, well, you know, you know, you have you read as you know talking about have you read that book about Malachi? But here it is. The thing that got my attention was how you approach the most high. God let me hide you about something. First of all, Yah's a king. You can't approach him in any kind of way. And most high showed me about when Ahab had wanted the prophet to come. This is my dream when Ahab wanted the prophet to come, but he was going to war. He said, he don't ever tell me nothing good. And he said for that prophet. And then he, he began to say that it was Yahweh was on his throne. And he was surrounded by 
Elms and he was a hoops that go for us. And all these folks at y'all stand, you go talk to him in the camera, he's a king. And how y'all send a lying spirit to Ahab then, because they didn't want to hear the truth. Mm -hmm. And he tells him, you know, when he tells him what y'all said, he tell him that they right there, that Ahab tell him to tell the truth, he told Ahab he wasn't gonna make it back. And I'm telling the young man in the dream, you know, don't preach nothing from the Bible if you haven't read the book. For example, Malachi. How the Christian idolatrous church talk about tithes and offering using Malachi. And say so you curse with a curse. That's not even what that says. But it promotes fear to the people because you think you curse with a curse because you ain't prioritizing your offerings when the, the book of Malachi is talking to the priest. Taking advantage, being wrong. And they're the ones who robbed the most high of tithes and offering. You know why? Because it was given to them. But they was doing wrong. The priest was doing wrong. But it's not talking about tithes and offering whatsoever of you paying your tithes and your offerings. But you will misunderstand what the Bible is saying if you haven't read the book. I believe you should not teach from a book in the Bible if you ain't read the whole book. Because you're going to bring it out of context. Young man got mad, right? I tried try to hit the young man. I asked the young man where you're from. Now, I asked him, how old are you? Young man going to tell me, I'm straight from, uh, I'm straight from um, uh, uh, Tennessee. That ain't what I asked him. And he couldn't answer my question. He was getting offended at me, screaming in my ear, but his voice kept going out. He was hoarse and his breath was stinking. And he was screaming in my ear. But he was getting prideful. But I kept saying, Young man, I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to talk to you. You know, you all, that's how we're misled. And that's how we mislead people. Oh, and then while I was trying to teach him, the teacher came off, off of um, him and folks started listening to me like, yeah, yeah. But I wasn't trying to shine on him. I was trying to help him. But he didn't want to listen. But you all, that's how we lead people and be an error to people and cause others to stumble. When we don't have an understanding, we give them the wrong, the wrong understanding. The beginning of wisdom is to fear y'all, right? And look here, wisdom, that's the principal thing. But now if I get what you got to get, understand, therefore, with the beginning of wisdom, excuse me, wisdom is the principal thing, so then therefore get what? Wisdom. And in all our gettings, get understanding. If you can't get understanding from the wisdom you got, how are you going to be able to get to somebody else understanding? That's a youth pastor who's talking about God, let me hide at you about something. That's a king. My, my sons can't come talk to me in any kind of way. Now, we can talk and be friends, but when they want to talk to me, they can talk to you for a second about something. We, they, they, they come with respect because I'm their daddy. And I ain't your homeboy over there in the street. <laughs> Yah is a king that's set up on the throne. He's the king of the universe. Excuse me, the king of the earth. I ain't gonna say universe because ain't nowhere in the Bible. 
He's the king of the heavens and the earth. And all that it is. And all that it is. Yeah. So what I'm saying is that if y'all if y'all has kings and prophets who submit to him, and we come to him talking in any kind of way, don't you think there's something wrong with that picture? So we don't even understand who y'all is. We haven't read the Bible about it. That's why many folks be confused in their mind and mislead other folks. And you got folks living any kind of way because of bad leadership. Or because of doing things out of order. I'm truly convinced when you begin to read the scriptures, you will know who a Levite is. Judah in the last days came over here. In America came Judah in diaspora. But don't forget that you had the Levites and stuff around Judah. Levites was spread out around all of Israel. And I don't believe that Yah will allow his people to go into the diaspora without seeing the Levites with them everywhere they went. They was all with them. So when they went, all of them went. And the Levites teach Torah. The Levites teach the word of Yah. Even Ezekiel, who was, who, who was a Levite, who was a prophet, prophesied to Gentiles. Tyrus, Egypt. And so we, and because we don't take our time to read the Bible, it's many of these pastors need to sit down. Need to quit teaching. Need to quit doggone up here because you can be deep and smart and break down the Hebrew, you think you deep. The spirit of Yah leading got you to all truth. In the spirit of Yah, you tell of Elohim, and Yah opens his word, and Yah knows those who are his. Our problem is we don't read the Bible to understand. We don't try to gain. You, when you look at First Chronicles, David tried to start saying things back in an order. But you see his errors that he made first, don't you? And because the and because the ark was in Abinadab's house and Uzziah and Ahio was in there, don't mean that Yah was blessing them. The man, the boy erred and probably got beside himself. You know, imagine your mind when the king come to your house. And 30 choice, 30,000 choice men come with him, but all of them from Judah though. And you probably feeling big and thinking y'all doing. And so when the when the ox shaking to begin to fall, you touch it, you realize then it was out of step. And you don't even see Da, excuse me, David praying to y'all about it. He made a decision on his own. We ain't read nothing about the blessings of Yah on that house. You better understand the order of Yah and quit trying to teach folks the word of Yah if you if you're not called to do to teach the word of Yah and quit trying to teach folks the word of Yah if you haven't read the real book, the whole book. I remember when I was a young man, you know, and I heard a man one time open the Bible up and read and read Matthew 11 chapter. That came out of Isaiah, as a matter of fact, when Michelle was in. Come on to me, all of you who are labeled and have a head. You know how I know? Because I've been through the book of Isaiah. And I've seen it in there, heard it about five, six times. Going through the audio Bible. <laughs> and the young man said, Come on to me, all of you who are labeled and have a head, lady, and I will give you rest. 
pick my yoga bone and you and learn of me. And the man closed the Bible and started hooping. Learn of me. What's Friday? And everybody shouted. Then he can tell me how Jesus came down through 40 and two generations. And how they put him on the cross and bottom up. He was out. Oh, oh, yeah. My mama over there. Everybody shout. And you think you're having a Holy Ghost good time. Not knowing you've seen it before, y'all. Prophets about all. Listen, man. This is very important how we do certain things when it comes down to Yah and Yah's people. We need to go back to the basics. We need to go back to Yah's Torah. And you can pray before who who has faith in Yah? Well, she said when he come back, he be saved by faith on the earth. Hmm. So if you have true faith in Yah. How about going to him sincerely and asking him to help you and show you to guide your life? Be really, truly humble and ask him to reveal to you who that person is, who that one is. Shall I go here? And really be humble and be able to accept what he gives you. If he tell you no, then it's no. If he tell you yeah, then it's yeah. But don't allow temptation to come in your mind and you lead yourself because you're drawn away and enticed by your own lust and you want to be something that it really don't be. This David cost another man's life. Whose life you call it? Cause by hindering people. You got some leaders out here committing adultery. With women, coveted other men's wife. I like what Hezekiah said in this song, can I leave you alone with my wife? Can I leave you around my family, but you're trying to molest my children without you trying to get with my wife? Are we really here to keep the commands of y'all, or are we just trying to have church? Are we trying to have religion? Because I'm ready to keep the commands of y'all, I'm ready to teach you from y'all's point of view. And really, really be trying to seek y'all and live a real life instead of us having some church and then we die and go to hell, or excuse me, die and go to torment and lack of fire. And praise y'all when they brought the house back, that they, they was able to get to the, to the ark back to the covenant. And David had to recognize that Obey either had to be a Levite because y'all started to bless it. And we got their bloodline. It's just like people don't even understand who John the Immerser is. Nobody never taught us about John the Baptist being a Levite. But his daddy was on the course of Abijah. That was Aaron's youngest son. Or Itamar. So Aaron, so Aaron, Aaron, that brother like him, I went from the blood of Aaron to make John the Baptist a priest who had disciples, who was the prophet, who taught Torah. From the course of Abijah, his daddy was. He wasn't a madman. So he came to Herod and told Herod, you're wrong for sitting with your brother Philip's wife. He was giving him Leviticus 18. You uncovered your brother's nakedness. It's not lawful. So he was giving him the Torah. So Herodotus wanted his head cut off 
because John was telling the truth, not just from a prophet's point of view, but the Levite was telling them what the Torah was saying. And the Levites, the priest, understood who Mashiach was. The prophet, based on the way that was given to him, who you see, who you see the spirit to sit upon the stage. That's the one. And the truth notice you come to the volume of the books. So when Nicodemus came, who was supposed to be a leader, he didn't even understand the Torah. And Yahushua rebuked him. Man, how do I know this? Because I've been in it for real and I saw it. We need to raise, raise, wake up. And they was told King David saying, Yahuwah, bless. Now, I ain't saying I'm a Levite. I'm saying let y'all show you who we all are. I believe I am. I believe that I really am. I believe with my whole heart that I am. I read a long time from, 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 from this year. You better understand that. <laughs> but I really do believe that. See too many patterns in the scriptures. And I see, I see y'all delivering and setting folks free. Whereas I haven't seen that in other folks' lives. You know why? Because some folks don't think it's done out of money. Thinking your money can get you blessed by what you got. And then you got some of y'all leaders scared and compromised because folks who got money are part of y'all's assembly. And they start giving you a quick teaching to help with them and their money. Y'all provide, and when you don't do what y'all say, he'll judge you for your disobedience when you know better. And then my place trying to judge you on it, even correct you on it. So for you to get your mind right. And it was told King David, saying, Yahweh, have blessed the house of Obed Edom, and all that pertained unto him, because of what? The ark of Yah. Elohim. So guess what? He is back in his right place. He blessed Obed-Edom because of the Ark of Yah. You will see what you you will see what it's about. So David went and brought up the Ark of Elohim from the house of Obed-Edom into the city of David with gladness. And I guarantee you, David, when they said David went, so Levi's was carrying it back. And David danced before, and David danced before Yah for all this might, and he was girded with a linen ephod. And so David and all of Israel brought the ark of Yah with shouting and with the sound of the trumpet. And you know what's amazing is when people start seeing Yah move. Or y'all doing things in people's lives, or y'all blessing, or, 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 or you see the man, or, 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 or y'all doing something, or the prophets of y'all doing something, you judge them because you don't understand what y'all doing. Y'all will get you. We got to watch our mind and guard our heart with our diligence. Because if you disagree with what's being said or going on or being done, don't mean that y'all does. We got to be sober minded. And instead of us getting the fresh, getting angry and offended, let's pray and ask y'all so we won't get beside ourselves 
and cause a curse to come upon ourselves or get beside ourselves and cause judgment to come because we don't like or understand or see what's being David and misunderstand the whole situation. This type what is right. And we continue to lose, my way keep on losing them. You don't want to hear, it might be a hard said for a few. As the ark of Yahuwah came into the city of David, Michal, David's daughter, looked through a window and saw David leaping and dancing before Yah. She saw him leaping and dancing before Yah. She just see saw He had that the clothing came off him naked, seeing through it. She think he had that been a free thing dangling. Look at these women, these girls, because that's what it was. These girls, look at this, and you didn't express that for them girls. His mind won't even own that. She don't even understand what has just transpired in the past when Uzzah died from them carrying the wrong way, and y'all showed him the right way. She saw, she see him dancing. Don't know the joy in his heart. He praising y'all for, for, for allowing him to get the ark back through the Levites. So because she don't understand, she despises him in her heart. Her heart is a mind. She thinks bad of him. It's going to tell you they thought her thoughts in a second. And they brought in the ark of Yah and set it in its place in the midst of the tabernacle that David had pitched for it. And David offered burnt offers and peace offers before Yah. Yah allowed it to happen for him. He put everything in the right place and brought Obed Edom them. Because that's how the priests everything you start getting back, sit back right. And David was happy and excited and giving Yah the praise. And even though his wife didn't like it, y'all loved it. He already responded to him like a father. He feared y'all. And like a daddy kind of whoop everybody. Wow, you see your older brother get a whoop and you finna sit down. Woo, I ain't gonna get that. And you get afraid of your daddy because he just beat your brother. You don't want daddy, man. He ain't talking to you. That's in that. They put you in the room. You 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 scared to talk to him, and then you see him be happy. You glad daddy happy. Now daddy happy, making some ice cream. Yeah, I might go somewhere. He go laugh and play and wrestle with you again, and and and, and, and watch TV with you. He gonna let you lay up on him and, and hug him, and he gonna kiss you on the job. You glad daddy happy. How you think they feel about Yah seeing Uzzah die? And then see Yah begin to bless because it's back in the Levites. And then all of a sudden he praising Yah because he allowed him to bring it back. He rejoicing. He, he, because he has Shalom, he's able to go make Shalom with Yah. Give offers and sacrifices. David them couldn't Make no uh no burnt office by themselves. He's still been in violation because who do all the burnt offerings? Who you gotta do it with? You gotta do it with Levy. We don't understand the order of y'all, and we don't understand y'all's faith walks. Y'all gonna set you up to do it with Levy through prayer and guidance. And as soon as David had made an end of, of, of offering a burnt offers, a peace offers, he blessed the people in the name of Yahuwah's Oat. 
He was able to bless the people. Look here. And he did among all the people, even the whole multitude of Israel, as well to do the women as men. To everyone a cake of bread. Everybody a cake of bread. All Israel and a good piece of flesh. Everybody to eat. Y'all see how y'all, wow. And the flagon of wine. So all the people departed, everyone to his house. David was able to bless. Y'all see how the order was restored? Everybody blessed. Now everybody is blessed. When we do it in the right, in the right order, when we do it how y'all has required for us to do it. Even when you get the naysayers, want to see him despise you. Some of them in your own house. Own company, own family, your own friends. Listen, then David returned, I think it was everybody else's household, returned to bless his household. I got to sleep, it won't come out. <laughs> Sorry, guys, excuse me. Then David returned to bless his household. And Macaul, the daughter of Saul, came out to meet David and said, How glorious was the king of Israel today, who uncovered him today in the eyes of the handmaids and servants. See that she in the flesh, as one of the vain fellows, shamelessly uncovered, uncovered himself. Wow. See her? She come out, she, she, she come out there, she come out there in the flesh. To try to judge him for praising Yah. Like I said, a whole other husband. But she was because she was wrong. But she's going to say, Well, how good was the king of Israel today? The eyes of the handmaid. This man won't think about no handmaids. This man won't dance, won't think about them looking at him. She's trying to vent, trying to dog and put him down when he believed to be doing the will of Yah. Do what he believes y'all kind of do. And you're going to judge from the outer point of view. You're wrong. She was wrong. Out of, uh, uh, as one of the vain fellows shamelessly uncovered himself. And David said unto Macaw, is before y'all. Which, now, listen, people don't try to tell me that wasn't for y'all. How you going to tell me? What I did one for y'all, because you don't like what I do. That's a problem of men, women, your wife, wives, and husbands, insecure women, insecure men, who wife or husband might be a leader. And you and you're gonna judge because you don't know what's going on. You better pray about it. Humble yourself, because you might be very well speaking against y'all. You see, your, 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 not even your wife or your husband. Somebody do something that y'all got them doing, and you see him because you don't like it. Because you don't agree with you want to call him wrong. You better check yourself. Because you don't know what's in your heart. And if y'all hadn't told you, obviously, for real, y'all, then don't assume. Because you make an ass out of yourself. And they said to Macaw, it was before Yah, which chose me 
before your father and for all this house to appoint me ruler over the people of Yah, over Israel. Therefore, I will play before Yah. I'm going to play and praise Yah. I don't care how you feel. And, and, and I will yet be more vile than thus and be more based in my own sight. More vile, he said, he tell you to be more what? More vile, more trifling, more despised than you. He don't mind looking like a fool for y'all for y'all. Don't care what you think. When you tell him, don't care how you feel. And I will yet be more vile than dust, and I will be obeyed in my own sight and of the maid service which thou hast spoken of. Of them shall I be had honor. Not in the flesh, not trying to do nothing with them. I'm trying to show myself to them. Man, they gonna they gotta respect me. I'm the king. Therefore, my head. My, my call the daughter of Saul had no child until the day of her death. How did children come? Yes. Y'all's word came to pay by Saul. And also, she hurt herself. I'm going to read this to you. I ain't going to teach it. I'm going to read it, though. She, she was in the flesh. Y'all, we got to watch ourselves. We can read this, this last chapter that we're going to. I ain't going to teach the whole chapter. I want to read it, though. She had a problem with David. Yeah, she had a problem with David, so she was in the flesh. And it came to pass when the king sat in his house, and Yahuwah had given him rest round about from all his enemies, that the king said unto Nathan the prophet, <clears throat> See, now I dwell in a house of cedar, and he didn't tell him to do that. Don't even, don't even go over there. But but you know, you know how people get beside this yeah, yeah, sound good to me. Mm -hmm. Ain't what y'all say it though. <laughs> yeah. Um and it's that the king said to Nathan the prophet, see now I dwell in a house of cedar, but the Ark Elohim dwell of within curtains. And Nathan said to the king, Go and do all that is in thy heart, for Yahuwah is with thee. And it came to pass that night that the word of Yahuwah came to Nathan saying, Go and tell my servant David. Thus says Yahuwah, shall thou build me in a uh, house where to dwell in? Whereas I have not dwelt in the house since the time that I brought up the children of Israel out of Egypt, even to this day, but have walked in a tent in, in, in a tabernacle. And in all the places wherein I have walked with all the children of Israel, spake I a word with any tribe of, of, of Israel whom I command to feed my people, saying, listen to him. And all the places wherein I have walked with all the children of Israel, speak I a word with any of the tribes of Israel. Listen, whom I command to feed my people Israel, saying, Why build ye not me a house of cedar? And what he's saying is, out of all Israel, what Levi have I spoke to to tell y'all do that? And that's who we command to feed his people. Nobody. Now, therefore, <clears throat> so shall thou say unto, thy, unto my servant David, Thus says Yah, who will uphold it, who is uphold I took thee from the sheep coat, from following the sheep to be a ruler over my people, over Israel. And I was with thee, whatsoever thou was witness, and have, and have cut off 
all thine enemies out of thy sight, and I have made thee a great name, like unto the name of great men that are in the earth. Moreover, I will appoint a place for my people Israel, and I will plant them, that they may dwell in the place of their own and move no more. Neither shall the children of wickedness afflict them any more as before time. And, and as since the time that I commanded the judges to be over my people Israel, and have caused thee to rest my thine enemies, also Yahuwah tell thee that he will make thee in house. And when thy days be fulfilled, and thou shalt sleep with thy fathers, I will set up my seed, thy seed after thee, which shall proceed out of thy bowels, and I will establish his kingdom, Solomon, as we know. He shall build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. <clears throat> And I will be his father. And that man is crazy. This is my mind. That's amazing. I mean, because David, because y'all know what David gonna do with Bathsheba, and still gonna bless Solomon. This is and ain't never happened yet. And I will be his father. He shall be my son. If, if he committed iniquity, I would chasten him with the rod of me. And with the stripes of the children of men. Remember, some of the hearts not being perfect. <laughs> but my mercy shall not depart away from him, as I took it from Saul, whom I put away, whom I put away before thee. And thine house and thy kingdom shall be established forever before thee. Thy throne shall be established forever. According to all these words and according to all this vision, so did Nathan speak unto David. <clears throat> then went they, King David in, in and sat before Yah, and he said, Who am I, O Yahuwah Elohim, O Master Yahuwah? And what is my house that has brought me hitherto? And this was yet a small thing in thy sight, O Master Yahuwah. But thou hast spoken also of thy service house for a great while to come. And 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 is this the manner of man, O Master of Yahuwah, O Master Yahuwah? And what can David say more unto thee? For thou, Master Yahuwah, knowest thy servant. For thy word is sake, and according to thy own heart, hast thou done all these things great to make thy servant know thee. Wherefore thou art great, O Yahuwah, Elohim, for there is none like thee, neither is there any Elohim besides thee, according to all that we have heard with our ears. And, and, and what nation, and what one nation in the earth is like thy people? Like anybody, like you neither. Even like Israel. Elohim went to redeem for a people to himself and to make him a name and to do for you great things and terrible for thy land before thy people, which thou redeemest to thee from Egypt, from the nations and their gods. For thou hast confirmed to, to thyself <clears throat> a people of Israel to be a people unto thee forever, and thou, Yahuwah, art become their Elohim. And now, O Yahuwah, Elohim, thy word, the word that thou hast spoken concerning thy servant and concerning his house, establish it forever, and do as thou hast said, and let thy name be magnified forever. And saying, Yahuwah, a host, is Elohim over Israel. 
and let the house of thy servant David be established before thee. But thou, O Yahuwah of hosts, Elohim Yisrael, has revealed to thy servant, saying, I will build thee in house. Therefore have thy servant found in his heart to pray this prayer unto thee. And now, O Yahuwah, O Master Yahuwah, thou art Elohim, and thy words be true, and thou hast promised this goodness unto thy servant. Therefore now, let it please thee to bless the house of thy servant, that it may continue forever before you. For thou, O Master Yahuwah, has spoken it, and with blessings let the house of thy servant be blessed forever. Hallelujah. Praise Yah for his mercy. Man, Yah is good. Man. Man, Yah see David. David said, yeah, man, and, and got the feeling good and want to bless Yah. Yah said, no. I ain't, I, I've been looking at David, David twice all this, all this time. And I, 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 out of all Israel, the ones who I come in to feed my people, which of them have I told you to come tell you about me getting, me getting a house? Hmm. I'm going to give you a house. <laughs> bless you. David's house in the right place, though. And Yah blessed him. He was thinking about Yah. Praise Yah. Um, we thank you for your mercy, Yah, your loving kindness. We, we, we'll continue um, this next week, y'all. Hallelujah. Um, we thank you for your mercy and for your loving kindness and for your goodness. Thank you for being our strength and our salvation. Thank you for your word. Thank you for this day, y'all, this Shabbat. And even as when the sun you ready to say we're going to Sukkot, y'all, thank you for the great day, the first day, y'all. We love you. We praise you. We give you the esteem. You were awesome. You were good. You were wonderful. Hallelujah. Thank you for your mercy, God, and your love and kindness. Thank you for your goodness and for being our strength and our salvation. Yeah, as our, as, our, as, as our brethren throughout the whole earth, those of us who are awakened to the covenant and have returned, we ask, I ask you, Almighty, to bless our brethren, Yah, in this season of Sukkot. Some doing, some have already started, some starting tonight, some starting at other times. You said that we'll get it off. You, you did say that, that we will, we'll ever. But y'all, even the ones who are off, you know, seeking you and want to keep your feet, I ask you, I bless them. Bless them, y'all, to return to the covenant. Bless them to understand, do the remedy. Bless them to worship you in the beauty of holy, holiness. Even y'all though, we have family members who ain't never did a coat gonna be there in some of these places. Open their eyes, turn their hearts back to you so they can begin to worship you. Begin to see how beautiful you are. I pray y'all for those who are traveling, for safe travels along the highways, those who are flying in the air, for safe travels, y'all, in, in, in the airways. I pray for shalom, y'all. For we know how the adversary can deceive us and make us get in the fish. I fell victim a couple times. But y'all, help them to have shalom and be at peace with the brethren and be at peace with the spouses and be at peace with the children. Do you understand? These are the feast days. And they will come to worship you to be at peace with their parents. Y'all, you would let them get to those places, y'all, to build the supers, to dwell in the, in the tents, to dwell in the booths, those who are dwelling in cabins, 
that they're dwelling together, they're coming together to worship you, to, 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 to give wave offerings to you, to, 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 to give their sacrifice of praises to you, to give their offer just to please you. Pray God that you, be, that you be with our brothers and our sisters, all of Israel, around the whole world, we're going to celebrate your feast. We're not ashamed of that. We know that those, those have, some have businesses, they got to shut down for the week. <clears throat> some of y'all have jobs they got to leave, they might be trouble. Let them have peace with that. Still do it. Come to praise you as you commanded. Bless Israel, the Almighty, and those who have tied themselves to Israel to keep your feast. Y'all shine upon them, smile upon them, bring deliverance, bring healing, bring reconciliation, that you should long be with us, Almighty, as we celebrate you. Mashiach stood up, y'all. <clears throat> On the last great day in John 7, he stood up on the last great day. He cried with a loud voice. He said, he who believes on me, as the scriptures have said, out of his belly said, for rivers of living water. Hallelujah. He was talking about the water. Let those of us, let all of us believe on him as the scriptures say let those that river of living water flow. Let the rock flow through us to lead and guide us, to bring us together, to teach us, to build our faith, to do what you call it, to do what you commanded for it to do to us. Hallelujah. Praise yourself upon your name. Show us how to believe on you, who Jesus Christ has said. Mm -hmm. We thank you. And we give you the praise, y'all. We magnify you for you are truly our strength. And we love you. In Yahushua Hamashiach's name, Almighty, we pray. Hallelujah. Praise.